Good day, everyone. We are back. I'm Gab, and here with me are Darwin, Ace, Marvelous, and Prince. We are those conspiracy dudes. Time check. It's 10.34 in the evening here in the Philippines. And in this podcast, we'll be, we'll be talking about the craziest conspiracy theories that people actually believe. In this episode, we'll be, we will be focusing more on our favorite childhood movies, animations, or TV series. So, let's get going. To start up, we have Ace. So, guys, how's life? It's been good, bro. It's really good, bro. Yeah. So, it's I have, nice to I have this. I have this crazy theory that Scooby-Doo are actually people that avoided the draft. There are kids that were like, they don't want to go to the Vietnam War and then they just decided to like cross country and run away for the draft. And if you think about the set, it is like 70s, 80s or something. Or during the time of the Vietnam War. Yeah, you look at the van called the Hippie Stuffs going there on the move. And you don't, need, you don't see them on their house. They are just going somewhere for peace like that. And then there's another theory that says the reason every single place they go to, whether it's hunted or by like somebody, they are the past owners. It's because the set is economic depression. That's why the owners are like hunting their old place of work because they don't they no longer work there. They went bankrupt and they left it. Like I'm just gonna tell everyone that for me this is a crazy theory also if you already watched the school video yes bro when i was a child i also watched the school video and i think your theory is crazy bro yes bro thanks bro how about darwin do you have something to share yes bro have you i think i i, I think when we're child, bro, we you have already watched the movie Nemo, right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, bro. Yeah, bro. That was my favorite. I love that movie too. That's the fish, bro, right? Yeah, 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 bro. Nemo the fish, bro. Yeah, it was very famous back in the day. So I love watching it over and over again. But do you know that Nemo is only the the allegory of grief by his father, bro. Do you know that? Oh? Yes, bro. Yes, bro. So, really, me, bro? Yes, bro. I'm, let, let me tell you about it. So, so, this movie talks about the... It's like the coping of Merlin to his dead son. So, or, or his... Rather, his dead family. So, what? Uh, so... If you remember the, on the beginning of the film, Marlin was fighting a barracuda where he lost his wife and protecting the last one egg, which is Nemo. He so lost the baby Nemo, the egg Nemo didn't survive. Yes, bro, it didn't survive. So So on that time, Marlin suffered from he can from I think grief bro and depression because of because his family was dead and 
that last egg was Nemo, bro. So, Marlin only imagines Nemo, and the journey in the film is in the allegory or in the allegory for the stages of grief. So, the first stage is denial. So, as you can see or observe in the movie, Marlin won't let his son go to school because it's not safe. So, that's why. So, so the second stage is anger. So, he all, as you can see from, or observe from the movie, he always scolds Nemo from venturing out too far. So the, as you can see on the on the as the story progress or the movie progress, Nemo and Marlin always fight. They always have some misunderstandings about them. And the third stage is about bargaining, where he put what's what's up with Dory to find his son. And for the last one is despair, where on the movie you see that Nemo has been flashed down to the toilet. So that's that's where he is despair. And for the final stage is acceptance, bro, where he finally learns to let go of Nemo. Where as you can as you can remember on the movie, he allowed Nemo to go to school with his friends and to ride with the whale bro. The whale, yeah. I, I think that's not the whale. I think it's just a uh, mandary yeah, stingray. Yeah, that's a mandary stingray that that acts like their school bus. So that's the that's the fifth or final stage of grief, where he accepts what happens to his family. So that's that's basically it, bro. That that Marlin was only suffering from grief. So that's yeah, the, bro. Your theory seems true. So, yeah. so that's basically my theory. How okay. about you? how about you, Gab? So yeah, do you when when you were a child, do you guys watch the TV series Mr. Bean? Not the animation, not the cartoon one, but the yeah, real bro, life really that, starring Rowan oh, Atkinson as the actor. Yes, bro. I really love so, that. Yes, me too, bro. I really love Mr. Bean. I watch it a lot because it's a fun show. But there's this theory that Mr. Bean is an alien. Oh, oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I know that, bro. I, I think I observed that also because I think that's when the mo- the show or series was starting. He, he used to yeah, felt bro, the opening. Yeah, bro, yes, yeah. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sky, bro, right? Yes, bro, let me elaborate on this theory. Yeah. So at the beginning of every uh, episode of Mr. Bean, you will see a bright light, a circular circular light appear on the ground. Then it grows bigger and bigger until it stops and Mr. Bean falls, In uh, which, in my opinion, is a comical take on an alien being beamed down from a spaceship. And also, he li- uh, Mr. Bean lives by himself, right? With Teddy. With his teddy bear. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. They, they live with other normal people. They, they, they live a normal life. But Mr. Bean does these weird things because he doesn't know. He's still learning on how to 
to be a human because he's an alien. Yes, bro. Yo, bro. Yes, yes, yes. I think yeah. I, I observed that also. Mr. Bean is just trying to understand how humans act. And sometimes he doesn't know how to react in some situations. That's why that's why he is funny, right? Yeah, bro. And the way he talks, bro. Yes, bro. And to add to add also, he he wears the same clothes all the time. He wears a beach jacket with white undershirt and red tie and dark brown pants. Because he he has no sense of how humans dress, and he assumes that they wear things like this. Oh, that's why, bro. That that's that's really crazy, bro. Yes, bro. And and his behavior always uh, stands out in a crowd, like uh, driving the old Mini Cooper, the green one. But people bro. people in the town drive newer models of car, and. Mr. Bean also thinks that Teddy, his teddy bear, is a sentient being. So that's weird, right? Yes, bro. And wait, let me let us hear out the intro of Mr. Bean. Let's play. Okay, okay, bro. Go ahead, bro. like a choir bro <laughs> yes bro we are sound yeah bro so there's this another theory that instead of aliens dropping him out on earth it was the mr bean came from the heavens so the angels or the heaven was annoyed oh. by his weirdness so so he was kicked out of heaven that's why the the intro the music intro is like a choir a church choir or an angelic voices singing right so oh, that's okay. all for my conspiracy theory how about you marvelous actually i don't have any Childhood, childhood cartoons theory, but I have one favorite movie in my childhood memory, and I what? want to. What 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 bro? What's your favorite? Uh, are you familiar in the Karate Kid, which is the cast is Jackie Chan? against Drake and keeps them apart by virtually attacking 
kissing and bullying Jake every time he gets chance to. After his school trip to the Forbidden City, Jake throws a bucket of dirty water over Cheng and his gang as a revenge and enraging them. And then they chase him across the city streets, corner him at backyard alley and virtually beat Ray up until he's saved by the maintenance man, which is Mr. Han, who fends off the boys and reveals himself to be a Kung Fu master. Mr. Han is Kung Fu master. And Mr. Han heals their injuries using ancient Chinese medicine, methods of fire copying hospitals in the tank and his friends are not mentally bad, but made so by their teacher, Master Li, which is the teacher of Cheng, who teaches his students to show no mercy towards their enemies. Dre asks if Mr. Han could teach him Kung Fu, and Mr. Han refused and instead bring, brings him to Lefty and at the Fighting Dragon studio to make peace. And Mr. Lee harshly rebuffs the peace offer and challenges Mr. Han or Dre to fight with Ken. And Mr. Han instead proposes that Dre compete against his to promising that Melin will attend the tournament to support Dre. And at the tournament, the underconfident Dre is slow to achieve parity with his competition but soon begins beating them and advance to the semifinals. Chen does the same by violently finishing off his opponents, and Dre then beats Master Lee's students, causing Lee to order one of his students named Liang, Dre's semi-final opponent, to, in to injure Dre, and Liang reluctantly does so by delivering a series of crippling blows to Dre's legs, resulting in enhanced automatic disqualification, and Dre can advance to the final to face Chen but has limited time to return to the ring or Chen will claim the trophy by default and Dre pledges to Mr. Han to heal his leg via the fire cutting method which is the Asian method of medicine and Mr. Han reluctantly goes so when Dre tells him that he just wants to overcome his fear, fear thus Dre is set to face Chen in the final, and the uh, match goes back and forth with Dre gaining a 2-1 lead. On this order, Chen further hits Dre on his injured leg with a powerful kick, thus causing Dre to lose balance, tied at 2 points apiece. With the next point to, to determine the champion, Dre struggles but manages to get up and uses the snake stance used by the woman at the temple. And the move is successful. And Chen Cheng and Chen changes his technique and charges astray. Who does a flip and catches Chen in mid-air with a kick to his head, winning the tournament along with the respect of Chen and his teammates. Chen presents Dre with a trophy and all the fighting dragons to bow to the Mr. Han in respect, accepting accepting him as their new master and leaving him defeated. In the ending of the movie, Dre and Mr. Han walk off happily as the music works. That's all, bro. Yeah, bro. I, th I love that movie also, bro. That's 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 really good, bro. How about you, Prince? Uh, good night, bro. So.
Do you guys know the show Finis and Ferb? Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Yeah, the one with uh, two young boys who makes their school break fun by creating some scientific stops. So yes. here is the another dark theory about Finis and Ferb conspiracy. So this theory is similar to Rugrats theory. It explains how Candice actually has a mental health issues and it's not completely sane. Um, Phineas, her little brother, the the one with the, the one with boy with a triangle face. So yeah, he yes, was bro, bullied. Yes, Yeah, bro, the triangle head guy. Yeah, so he was bullied a lot in school and it got extreme. So one day he was killed. So since then, Candice has been unable to cope with Phineas' death. So she created an imaginary world where he still exists. So the other one is his her brother Ferb is actually immobile and can barely talk. So she created a world where her two brothers would go on amazing adventures together. This is why her mother can never see the contraptions her brother created. It's, it's shocking, right? That they really never existed, bro. That it is all about the imagination of Candace. Oh, yeah. that's why, bro. So that's, that's the reason why Phineas and Ferb's scientific scientific activities doesn't get caught by their parents, bro. That's yeah, bro. It's kind of weird, bro. You know, that's kind of creepy. They're both yes. dead. Phineas is dead, and Ferb is actually immobile. So it's kind of creepy. And plus, plus. Dr. Dufensmurt, do you guys know the Dr. Dufensmurt? Yes, yes, bro, the villain. Yeah, bro, okay. the antagonist in the show. So it is yeah. said to be the, it is said to be Candace's therapist. So he becomes incorporated into the world as the villain. So yeah, it's pretty dark stuff, bro. Okay, bro, that's, yes, that's bro, that's a real dark psychological conspiracy theory. That's, that's really good, bro. Like, like after I read this story, bro, I never seen Phineas and Ferb show a scene as like a scene before, bro. Like yes, it's bro. so different now. Yes, bro. <laughs> because of this conspiracy, bro. Yes, bro. I think those those conspiracy theories that we have talked about will changes our perspective on every favorite cartoons that we have talked about, bro. Yeah, bro. And actually, it gives us lesson and um. Some kind, some kinds of stops to become uh, as a um, mature person. As we mature, we yes. see, we tend to see what's behind those stories. Yes, bro. Yes. So yeah, so it's kind of good thing to have this kind of conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Yes, yes, bro. Because for me also, being curious is good because you will explore a lot of things, and yeah, you will learn a lot of things in it. Yes, bro. Our our understanding gets deeper. Yes, bro. And I think that's all we got for yeah, this episode. Yes, yeah. that is it for this episode. We hope that you have enjoyed listening to the crazy conspiracy theories about our childhood memories. And again, let us remember that. All the stories that we have shared are just conspiracy theories and they are not yet proven to be true. So do not let your childhood memories be ruined by these conspiracy theories. Yeah. Again, we are those conspiracy dudes and we hope to see you in the next episode.
Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.